This is the Sonicast, where artists discuss their passion for creating music. We discuss everything about music creation, from the tech needed for success to music education. So if you love making beats, film scoring, or creating sample packs, this is the show for you, where you'll regularly hear from experts in their field discuss their experiences and learn what makes them highly sought-after professionals. Today's guest is Nick Spann. Nick is a leading sound designer in his field, specializing in creating sample packs for companies such as Loopmasters. He also is a performing drummer, having played halftime with rocker Alice Cooper at the Suns Arena and cumulatively in front of millions of people playing for various worship bands and churches. He's got lots of excellent wisdom to share here. Nick's band, welcome. Hello. Man, thanks for taking your time coming here, brother. Yeah, for sure. It's really, really good to have you in, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to talk a little bit more uh, as we move along about the different things you've done. Uh, but for the first part here, I, I've, I'm really interested in knowing more about you. Uh, I, I think I've been able to talk to you about your interests, mm-hmm. but I want to talk a little bit, first of all, about you and your interest in music, how you got started in it all. So take me a little bit through, you know, the beginnings mm-hmm. all the way to kind of where you are now. Yeah. Just give me a little bit of an overview. Yeah. Um, this will be a, a pop quiz for myself to remember, like, you know, years back. Uh, so I grew up not really in a huge musical family at all. Um, my mom's not musically inclined, neither is my dad. Uh, but my uncle is. And I guess at a super, like, young age... Um, he had a drum set, so he was, you know, a working musician, um, wow. as he was, you know, doing his thing to get money. He is a drum teacher as well. He's a great teacher. Okay. Um, not necessarily my kind of vibe, but a great teacher nonetheless. Um, and, uh, I guess from at a young age, I would always be gravitating toward his drums, but I don't remember that because there's like a certain limit that, you know, one can remember so far back. Um, but up until then, uh, from my encounters with my uncle, all the way, I want to say up until sixth grade, seventh grade is when I started to get like real curious about music. Um, and it was then my dad noticed because he, my dad grew me up on like Toto, Rush, uh, Steely Dan, um, yes, like a bunch of very diverse groups. Okay. Um, cause rush from steely Dan is they're completely different. Very, very different. Mm-hmm. So when you, you were about, uh, you were saying about fifth or sixth grade is when you started really noticing or remembering that mm-hmm. you noticed you started gravitating towards music. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what kind of, uh, you, t- you gave me some good examples of some music that you were listening to. Were you doing any playing at that time? Um, no, it was more so like extensive listening. Uh, okay. my dad noticed that I was a very, different kid. Um, cause there's one particular moment that I remember we were driving in, driving around town. I forget what we were doing, but there was a song from rush called, um, leave that thing alone. Okay. And there was the particular vibe of the track to me sounded like good versus evil being it threw my dad aloof. Cause he was like, how is someone this young able to perceive that within a musical context? So from then he kind of kept my eye, he kept his eye on me um, with, 
you know, things musically. And eventually he got me a, uh, a drum pad. Okay. And that was, I think, wow. in, I think between fifth and sixth grade, I still have it. So I'm keeping it as like a family heirloom. Okay. I haven't gotten a new drum pad since. Now when you're talking about a drum pad, you're seeing like these little plastic things yeah. that you just practice mm-hmm. on, like a practice drum pad. Yeah. Right? Like, like one of the bottom corners is like eaten away cause it's like old. <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to keep that for me because it's very profound cause that's how I started. So what I would, how I eventually progressed to drums was I was so like infatuated with rush hmm. that I listened to their songs. I started with uh counterparts album and then it was uh, vapor trails and then like I just went all around, but what I would do is I would listen to what Neil Peart was playing, yeah, and I would mimic that with just my hands. Okay, so kick drums, hi hat stuff. Okay, um, so if he was playing like quarter notes with his hi hat with his foot, I would still keep time. Like so, I would like try to play everything all with my hands, and then eventually I caught on to his foot pattern for the kick drum. So I was able to isolate right hand, left hand, right foot, and then it went to my left foot. So that's how I kind of over time taught myself how to play drums, but I didn't have a drum kit at the time. So what I would do is the elementary school I went to, which was, uh, Boulder Creek was right across. Like there was a bus lane where the buses dropped you off in the morning and right across the, uh, campus or the road was the middle school, which was shadow mountain. Okay. Um, I think that was the name of it. Um, but uh, what I would do is, I don't know how, like, I managed to, like, finagle my way over to the campus and get into um, the, like, band room because somehow I was talking with, like, I honestly don't know how I got into the band room. But, like, I ended up talking to, like, you know, the the music director or teacher there. Okay. And uh, he let me play on the drums. And he, he started letting me, even though I wasn't in middle school yet, he said, you know, hey, if you come early then you're more than welcome to like just play on the drums and then. So what age were you around this time? How old Um, were you around this time? What is the age of a middle schooler? So fifth grader, you're like 10, you know, between 10 to 12, 13 years old. Um, Oh yeah. Because uh, when I went, when I finished eighth grade, I was 13 going on 14 going into high school. Got it. So so I, I would probably like to say maybe around 10 I started. All right. So, and by the way, I should have asked you too, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up here in Arizona. Here in Arizona. Yeah, but I was born I was born in California. Okay, got it. So as you're taking the time to, to really um sorry, I'm pouring water. <laughs> Just so the audience knows it's water pouring. Um once once you got a chance to to get into a music room, live drums, play around with the drums, mm-hmm. what was that first experience like? Was it like something just explode in your head like this is what I want to do because I know you're primarily a drummer mm-hmm. but what was that experience like when you first got your hands on those what did that feel like to you um I didn't want to like leave <laughs> like it, it, it was I was kind of almost entranced okay um and before I started going to the middle school to play on the drums in the band room of course like the very rare occasion that like my dad would go to guitar center, I would go with him right. and I would just play on the drums, even yeah. though it was terrible <laughs> as most, they beat everything up there. <laughs> yeah. As, <laughs> as most people that hop on the drums at guitar center is 
not necessarily ear candy at all. Um, so yeah, uh, it was, it was very, um, exhilarating. Okay. It was like, I, I can't really describe it. It's, it's almost, I haven't done this yet, but it's almost like, (laughs) sorry, the, yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like if I was to relate it to like swimming naked under a waterfall, Okay. Even though I haven't done that yet, I, I don't avidly okay. walk around in public well, <laughs> or me, in the wilderness naked. <laughs> uh, expand on that a little bit for me, because I, I I follow where you're going mm-hmm. because th- there's that moment where, and people will describe it differently, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's just a moment where it's like, aha, yeah, this is what I want to do, just you know, and just your mind processes it a mm-hmm. certain way. So obviously, it was something that was completely revolutionary for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is really great stuff. Let's take just a couple of minutes for an advertisement break. Hi there. I'm Dan Young, co-founder of Sonic Productions, your music production company. We partner with businesses to help you deliver your best message professionally, elegantly, and with the power to capture your audience. Our goal is to serve you as you seek to grow your brand, whether you use Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or other mediums like podcasting or television. We'll work with you to custom tailor a song to fit your campaign, or you can visit our music licensing business, Sonica, to choose from over 100 original songs ready for licensing. Voiceover narration is also available. So when it's time to seriously consider growing your business, consider Sonic Productions to stand out. Sonic Productions. Our music, your story. Visit us at www.sonicproductions.biz to contact our team and to learn more. This is Keith Wheeler, owner of Trion Technology Consulting, where we make IT work for you. Hey, my tech tip for today is Windows 10. If you are not running Windows 10, you need to be on Windows 10 by January of 2020. If you own a small business and that concerns you, you need to call me right away at 480-269-3115 or contact me through my website at www.triunetechaz.com. Triune Tech, we make IT work for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, So take me then how you started playing drums a little bit, exploring that. What opportunities were you getting in high school? Um, absolutely zero because there was a, a, a time, um, I ended up, my dad ended up getting me my own drum kit. <laughs> um, my dad ended up buying me my own drum set, excuse me. And, uh, my time in high school, I ended up staying with my grandparents for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, just, there was a lot of like family issues going on at that time. So, um, all I did was just play drums. So I would come home from high school, even in the summer and I would have like a, you know, big fan next to me and I would play for at least a few hours and just, I didn't really know how to like progress as I do now. So I would just drum to like anything that I could drum to. When you're saying you didn't know how to progress, you mean how to improve? Yeah. So I had to develop of like, Hey, I want to get faster or I want to get, um, interdependence. I want to be able to playing three, four or right. seven, but uh, you were playing and you were practicing. Yeah. Lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it, that would range from, uh, fallout boy to porcupine tree to rush to like, you so, know, so what you would fire. do is you were listening to music and just playing along mm-hmm. with the music basically. Okay. 
So you were progressing, mm-hmm. but you were progressing in a non-academic way. Yeah. Got it. It was like, cool, this song's cool. I want to be able to do what the drummer's doing at this section of the song, but I don't know how to describe it. But don't you find that sometimes it works well that way? I mean, mm-hmm. because if you're going just from an academic, not, not to put down an academic mm-hmm. setting of learning how to play drums, but sometimes, excuse me, they have you playing music that's not practical to where you want to be. Yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time. Yeah. But I, I like that, actually. Mm-hmm. There, I, I would say a good example currently of what I still do is um, I'll play to drumless tracks so it's a full-on track but there's no drums and there's a really really awesome dude named kaz rodriguez i got to meet him uh two years ago at nam oh okay and this guy is excellent drummer and like a phenomenal composer so he'll he has i think two or three albums out of just drumless tracks okay and they're workout tracks pretty much because it explores like polyrhythmic times odd time signatures different subdivisions within four, four. Um, and it's, it pretty much, it makes you sweat like big time. And there, it took me, I want to say a a few weeks to get accustomed to like one track. And this is one track that was all in, um, three, four, and then went into six, four, which or six four six eight? What <laughs> six four time? All right, three, I want to hear that one. <laughs> three, three four into six eight. Um, and they're technically in the same like realm, right? But three four and six eight have totally different feels. Yes. Um, six four is a waltz. Three four is kind of more herky jerky. Yeah. Um, so it helped me get better with playing in three. And being able to where I like I can solo freely over three, three, right. four. Right. And um I feel extremely comfortable with that now. And it's like, okay, cool. After I got that track down, I noticed that um my playing and facilities of being able to speak or say something by doing a drum fill got it. Got very easier and I wasn't pausing in between because there was a point where all I did was focus on chops and like, ah, I gotta get, you wow. know, crazy chops. Yeah. Um, and I did get crazy chops and I can hang at like a shed or something. But in that time I wasn't, I wasn't gigging. I wasn't, you know, doing anything. So you, so obviously you're a little bit young to be doing gigging, of course, at that point, but mm-hmm. you're, you're what high school at this time? Um, just out of high school. Okay. Uh, as far as like the, the chops part, or I was just about to graduate high so, school. So did you do much playing in high school, like like with a school band or school orchestra? Um, yeah, like I was I was in um, I was in drumline all throughout high school. Okay. So my because I I moved around way too much in high school. So primarily, um, I was at Pinnacle High School. So my freshman and junior year of high school, I ended up getting my GED because just too much moving around. Because I went from here to California and then back and. Okay. It was just too much trauma for someone yeah, in, in, in high school and trying to focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I self-medicated with World of Warcraft. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So at that time, you know, of course I was, <clears throat> I was good, but I wasn't serious about music because it's like, this is something that I kind of like as most kids in high school are. They're like, I don't know what I want to do, but this is right, fun. Right. Um, and yeah, I was on baseline. I was like first base 
And for those who aren't in drumline or in high school band, it's not like a, a bass guitar. There's like bass drums and they have different sizes. Okay. Um, and I think it goes, it starts at, I think, I want to say 14 and it goes all the way up to, I think, maybe like a 30. Like it's a big 14 big to 30 what inch, 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 uh, inch drums. bass okay. drum. Okay. So first base, second base, third, fourth, fifth. Got it. And then, um, you learn how to, you know, kind of work as a team in that environment because everybody's part is crucial. Yeah. Um, so because, how, how many years in high school were you on the drum line? Um, I want to say two and a half out of four because my senior year, I ended up being homeschooled. Okay. Or, or I want to say half of my senior year I was homeschooled. Um, and then I dropped out and then worked with my dad and then ended up getting my GED. Okay. Um, or no, I didn't work with my dad at the time. I just dropped out. Sure. Didn't do anything and then ended up getting my GED and then went to go work with my dad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a story. So that's like, that's like skin surface. (laughs) But but that's good. No, that's important to know. I think for, for, for people who are out there, uh, there are some times where people want to know where you came from and what it is that you've done. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that there are many folks who need to hear that regardless of where you come from, there are Mm -hmm. some great things you can still do. Uh, so that's, that's actually good to hear. So thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so getting out of high school or just getting away from the, um, primary education part. Mm-hmm. Um, take me through what got you into starting to program. Cause they're obviously when you're playing drums, you're doing a lot of, you know, playing mm-hmm. around doing drums. Obviously you got to a point to where you started programming. Mm-hmm. Take me through the transition from yeah. that to the programming world. Mm-hmm. So I, <clears throat> I have always been uh, a really big fan of electronic music. Yeah. And that kind of, started at a very, it started super early age. Um, I didn't DJ or anything. I still don't really DJ. Okay. I don't consider myself a DJ. Um, I can, but I'm more of like the producer methodical, like, so when you're saying you don't DJ, tell me what it is you, what you mean by DJ. So for me, I don't, I don't avidly play out at festivals or clubs. Um, you know, every week where I'm in front of people and I'm on CDJs or, so you're you saying know, you don't do live sets at all or you just don't do them often? I, I don't do live sets at all. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But I can I can DJ because I have some friends that um, I like hang out with and they're excellent. Yeah. Excellent DJs. Like they can just throw on some vinyl and take you on a journey with just two two pieces of plastic. Okay. And it's killer. <laughs> um, and I get like so taken away by that. But um so at an early age, I got introduced to electronic music from no other than a game like Grand Theft Auto 3. Right. Um, <laughs> I do not advise raising or introducing a kid to Grand Theft Auto when they're in like third or fourth grade. I would agree with that. <laughs> it's good, it's so, solid advice. Yeah, man. I grew up a, a very hardcore, avid gamer. Um, I don't know how that works. You're hardcore or you're avid. It's, I you think know, it's all the avidly same. hardcore. Avidly hardcore. <laughs> I think it's all the same, brother. Um, but there were two radio stations in uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, um, MSX and Rise FM. Okay. And MSX had drum and bass, and at the time I hated it because it was really fast music, and then some like MC in the background, and I didn't know it was an MC at the time. Uh-huh. I was 
just thought it was some random like Jamaican dude just randomly like that. Right, right. Um, which that's part of the culture in drum and bass. You need an MC, you need a hype guy. Yeah. Because when you have a DJ, um, you need to have the energy going. Okay. And, so and keep it. Take me back a little bit. You mm-hmm. you said that in in Grand Theft Auto there were radio stations. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't play Grand Theft Auto, so I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. what that means. What? So when you get in a car, or I should say, when you hijack a car. When you steal a car, steal a car. Um, <laughs> uh, there's there's a radio in the vehicle and got it. it's got multiple stations. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they have like talk radio, rock, um, class, you know, classic stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, they had electronic station because it was based in the nineties. Okay. That time frame of Grand Theft Auto Three. Got it. So. Okay. So the radio stations are what you would listen to that yeah. in the car that, and that mm-hmm. becomes your radio station as you're going yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. Driving like you stole it. Yeah. Got and it. I was like, yo, I'm just plowing <laughs> people down, hitting cop cars. And I'm like, yo, yeah, this, this song's cool. So, um, yeah. So that was like my early introduction into electronic music. And I didn't know it was called that okay. at that time. Um, okay. and I still, I'm still kind of just like, you know, I'm colorblind to race. Okay. In color, mm-hmm. same with like musical genre. I hear you. Is like good music's good music. Good music is good music. You I know. totally agree with that. Good. I think most people would agree with that too. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Sonic Cast, where artists discuss their passion for creating music. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can find show notes in the descriptions as well as information to hear more from our guest. You can also visit us at www.sonicproductions.biz to license music and shop for some cool merchandise. Sonic Productions, our music, your story.